Well, I'm delighted to welcome as our next guest, Andy Dipper, who's the principal and CEO of All Nations College. So tell us a bit about All Nations. What, what, what distinguishes it? distinguishes the college from, from other institutions. Well, it's great to be with you all today. Thank you very much. All Nations Christian College, I emphasise. We are definitely a, a Christian college. We teach the Bible. We reflect on theology. We look at the world from multiple lenses because we're a community made up from people from all over the world. Probably there's not a country in the world where there's not already an All Nations student out there having worked out there, having been sent there, or maybe from that country that have, has been trained. We've been doing this for best part of 150 years but I would not I don't really want to even answer the question what distincts us from other colleges because I'm a massive believer in the fact that we are part of God's kingdom I'm not terribly interested don't tell anybody I'm not interested in the empire of all nations Christian college I'm interested in all nations Christian college being a useful element within the kingdom and that particularly relates to living and figuring it out together with others so in community cross-cultural is a key word um, making sure that it's interdenominational so there's no particular divide between each denomination and uh, equipping people with the confidence to reach out with gospel truths in our world today and of course that sort of training that that preparing people for life isn't just about people who would necessarily go into christian ministry whether that be in organizations or the church itself but actually into ordinary working life every day experience especially so i mean it really is especially so because i mean we have we have students that are nurses that have taken a sabbatical uh, in order to do a bit of study or we've got pilots that are coming for a few months we've got uh, we had a project manager who's an analyst in paris and now he's gone off to do something in uh, in, in afghanistan we've got an hr manager from uh, zurich in switzerland who took her time out to do a degree and she's gone back to do that same course more and more it's people figuring out how are they going to be catalytic in their places of work and life and they're the people that are largely being trained and equipped today. Now I've been looking at your website Andy and I can see that people don't have to necessarily lock in for like a two, three year, four year program. They can actually do short term yep. courses as well but I guess you do, you do the full range. Oh, well, it's, it's a, This is a remarkable privilege isn't it to be able to offer sure validated degrees you can have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree if you really want that and there's lots of stages getting to those points. But it may be, for instance, that you're an arts person and you're thinking, how do I use my artistic expression, performing arts or visual arts? How do I look at that from a missional lens? And so we have courses on arts with trauma healing. Uh, we have arts for a better future. We have World Worship Day, where we use music from all parts of the world. You might, for instance, be thinking, well, I want to figure out how to engage with the Muslims in my community or with Hindus or with atheists. We run courses focused on those uh, from one-day courses all the way up to master's-level courses. And actually, you can access a lot of these things online if you can't actually come and physically be with us at the college just north of London. But actually, we'd encourage you to come and hang out. It's a lovely place to just spend a day or a week or a month uh, and just be become part of the community. So let's talk about the place. So if I was transported there right now, uh, what, what would I find on your campus? So here we are, Thursday morning uh, at uh, half past 11. What you'll find are about six different classes meeting uh, in those classes. Mostly they're speaking English within the classes, but people are from 28 different nationalities. There are about 32 kids below 10 years of age, so some of them will be playing outside in the woods if they're not at school, and they should be at school, of course, uh, but it's half-term coming up. 
Um, what you'll be finding is there's different classes. One class will be looking at um, New Testament Greek. I think that's on about half past 11 today. Uh, level six class, that's the third year BA. There'll be another class uh, called En Route, and they'll be looking at um, uh, team roles, Belbin team roles and uh, our personality types. That's one of the elements of one of the particular courses. There'll be another course that's focused on, on Islam, on uh, uh, looking at Quranic exegesis. How do we understand what the Quran teaches? So there'll be just three different classes. There'll be a fourth class, probably looking at Pauline literature, uh, looking at uh, what Paul's messages are worth throughout his various letters. So these will be different things that will be happening right now. And in about an hour's time, everybody gathers in the dining room and we have a great big lovely lunch together. <laughs> and how many people can you accommodate on site? Well, we squeeze in as many as you can fit need, really. But we're currently a community, about 100, 100 to 120 of us live on site. And that includes volunteers and staff and students. Uh, and then in terms of so bed spaces, yeah, somewhere 120, 130 beds bedrooms but we've also got loads of rooms where we can have gatherings up to sort of four five hundred people and then of course there's, there's spaces outside where we can have marquees where we have several thousand people and that's a whole another story we have lots of festivals as well throughout the year you mentioned the word a couple of times there community do you see the sort of the, with the students the staff everybody who is part of all nations as one big community well i studied there 22 years ago with my wife and then we went and spent 10 years working in afghanistan and South Sudan, and before that we'd worked in Congo. And I think ever since I started my journey with All Nations back in the late 90s, I felt part of the All Nations family. So I know that I've got family all over the world. Uh, it's a privilege to know that if I, can, if I go to most cities, I can find somebody to stay with, with family. And so you join the family, you know, there's about 15,000 of us that are part of the All Nations family. But you definitely, well, it's not an intense thing where it's an exclusive thing, but you're welcomed into the family. And there's, there's a preciousness about that because me, like many of us, we've lost family members. And so this is a precious community to be part of. And as you say, there's a sense of belonging, isn't it? And in these days, belonging is very important, isn't it? Yes, and we, of course we try and figure out how to do that, uh, even if we don't physically meet up and we don't meet up very often. And of course, we also now do that across different language barriers. So we have loads of students that don't speak English at all. And they're learning in Mandarin and Russian and Arabic and French and Spanish and, and so on and Nepali. And one of the biggest challenges is for them to help them to feel part of the community and us to be feel part of their community, even if language is not the common. The other thing that you must uh, get a unique view on is, I mean, obviously the state of Christianity. Some people could look at the UK and think, oh my goodness, you know, clearly there are bright spots, but there are there are challenges, and I guess that must impact, you know recruiting students but obviously because you've got people literally coming into the community from all over the world you must get a very broad you know view of what God is doing in in the nations of the world I, I think we should rename our college to hope all nations Christian college because I think there is a lot of hopefulness I love the name of this radio station by the way never change it excellent um, don't I, intend to <laughs> no I, I think I think um, being realistic to the fact that um, the nuanced messages of actually what's happening around the world, you never get that through sound bites in the BBC News app or on Sky News or on The Guardian if you read the newspaper, whatever it may be. Wherever we get our digest of news from, we just get one particular angle. Um, it's probably very rare for any of us to read around every item of news all the time. So what we have is a plethora of people that live and breathe different cultures and who have intense uh, relationships with people in the midst of those places so we uh, if, as a for instance uh, the other day around the dinner table we had a spontaneous 
diplomatic um, meeting about what's happening, what should happen in the South China Seas, because we have Taiwanese students, we have yeah. Hong Kong students, and we have mainland China students. And it just happened in a very respectful way as we learned and understood each other's perspectives. Now, where else in the world could you do that? And uh, I, would, I just love the fact that that happened spontaneously. But the other thing that's speaking to me, yeah, but sometimes I think that we, our God is too small, you know, I mean, not just in the projects that, that we face, but actually understanding that the kingdom of God, which you also yeah. referred to right at the beginning of the interview, is actually a huge and ever-growing kingdom, and it's, it's worldwide. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we're part of a group here that maybe there's, maybe there's a couple of thousand people at CRE this year in this place great wonderful and i love walking around and i've got lots of friends here it's lovely to see old friends but also i find myself thinking oh my goodness i know lots of other people that aren't here there are lots of people that aren't in the church yet and if i go to um, tesco's on a sunday or sainsbury's or pc world or wherever on a sunday there's more people there than there are in our churches and i recognize that we as the church, as we stand together, we need one another. We desperately need one another mm. in all different quarters of the church. And together, we could be, wow, a massive change agent in the world. Imagine if we were like a lump of sodium thrown into the ocean. There would be an explosive impact. We could do that together. Well, one of the things that's really blessed me, being here at the Christian Resources Exhibition, again, you've, you've just said it but the, the the different people here the huge amount of work which is going on at all sorts of levels and the resource that is available i guess the all nations is very much part of that resource but again it just blows the mind that there is so much available and indeed so much happening that probably the average joe doesn't know anything about let's think of us in this place like a 3d jigsaw there's so many different elements of that jigsaw but without one another we make a very poor broken picture but with one another, boy, we are beautiful and extraordinary. You know, whether you need chairs for your church building or you need insurance or you, or you need to uh, chocolate. understand whatever, chocolate, whatever it may be. There is everybody in, everybody's somewhere in this building uh, mm. right now and we need one another. And I would say that each one of us is equal as well. We're not necessarily the same, but we are equal in, your, in God's sight and we're all, we all need one another. So my, my greatest hope is that each and every one of the members of the CRE here would spend time um, celebrating the brilliance of another organisation. That is critically important. Andy, thanks very much. Before I let you go, obviously you're principal, CEO of, the, of, uh, of All Nations Bible College. What's your vision? What's your, what, where do you see everything going? I want to see the world transformed for Jesus. I want to see every single man, woman, child in our churches deciding I'm going to be all in for God. Um, I'm, I'm thinking in the 21st century, we cannot be lukewarm. But I'll go back to the basics. Go back to Genesis chapter 12, when Abraham was called out of the comfort zone that his life was. And he stepped up and he listened. He followed the calling of God and he was sent into the world. He took his family to an uncomfortable place. I would love us to be Genesis 12 people in every corner of this church so that we can change the world. Well, on that note, uh, thank you so much. And by the way, we ought to refer people to your website, which I'm looking at right now. Do you want to give them the yeah, address? All, allnations.ac.uk. We're just north of London. Come and hang out. We've got a lot of nice space. You can go for walks and enjoy the library. Andy, thanks very much and every blessing. Is the exhibition going well for you? Oh, lots of wonderful conversations. <laughs> thanks, Blair. <laughs>